Super S Anime Podcast presented by ThomasBastards.com. I have a cold. My name is Dustin. I'm just throwing that out there differently to confuse people that were listening. Lindsay doesn't have a cold, and she's here. That's right. We don't have a third person, but if we did, they probably would have a cold. No, they would. I don't know. Oh, 50-50. Yeah, what? 50-50. <laughs> it could also be dead. 50-50. 50-50. God is there, everyone. Damn. Lindsay, how are you feeling? You ready to carry this podcast? Put it on your shoulders and carry it? Yes. Maybe. So, (laughs) my first order of business. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm carrying it. Go, go. I was joking, but all right, fine. It's time for the ballroom beat. Hooray. You didn't sing the song. You have to sing the song. I thought we agreed that I would never, ever sing that song Uh, ever. Again, ever. uh, We did, but, you know, (laughs) you took the lead, so you you have to. You have to. (laughs) Practice makes it perfect. That's what they say. People. People say that. We're waiting, Lindsay. So, <laughs> so we had four episodes oh. of Welcome to the Ballroom. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. It's just my disappointment. Because <laughs> of the song? <laughs> yes, because of the song. No, because right. of the song. Ballroom beat, 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 ballroom beat, beat, beat. I don't know. I think you got it that time, so. Okay. Four episodes, take us away, Lindsay, or <laughs> or whatever. Now I don't even know. I switched the lead, and I wasn't expecting this. Now I'm in an awkward <laughs> position. So, just like switching leads in awkward positions. <laughs> Episode 15, called Taking the Reins, um, Tatara and Chi... Um, have decided to have separate practices. Uh, that, Tatra's... that plays into the 18th episode a lot. I just realized that. Yeah. No, just a, a visual. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so they're having separate practices, and Tatra, of course, is very bothered by what Kyoto's mom said about him making the girl do all the work. Um, he does end up going to Hyodo's dance studio where she works as a coach there um, and does ask her, you know, what what can he do um, so that doesn't happen anymore? What can he do to I don't know, be a better leader? And uh, the mom 
has him pair up with the super creepy guy who won um, that competition in the last episode who looks like he's like an undertaker or something. He reminds me of uh, Phantom 2040. His design and everything, he looks exactly or kind of like Aeon Fluxy. He, he's like, yeah. He just looks like he could just dance into Aeon Flux. And everybody would be like, yeah, there's that dancing guy. And he'd be like, fuck you all. And they'd be like, okay, dancing guy. And then he'd just be back in his own anime. And they'd just be like, okay, that was weird. <laughs> yes, he does. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. He looks familiar to me. But I didn't know why. And it probably is. I'm telling you, it's Phantom 2040. Slash Aeon Flux. Because same team. Same design. Okay. I'll believe you. Okay. Um, so she pairs him up. Oh, she says that um, he should pair up with another guy, one of um, the two, um, so they can see, you know, what it's like being led by him. Uh, and Yodo says, hey, I'll do it. But uh, then creepy guys like, wait, what's Phantom 24? Yeah. Okay. 20, so 2040. Okay. So Phantom 2040 is like, oh no, if Kyoto is interested in this guy, I want to dance with him. And uh, <laughs> then uh, he dances with Tatara and he goes, this is not leading at all. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what are you doing? When are you going to start leading? And uh, it's pretty weird because he, he, uh, Gets into the woman's role rather easily. It's kind of, I guess, I mean, I guess it makes sense in dance to understand both sides, but it's just the way he did it. It was just like, even Tatra was like, oh, this is weird. This guy's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. And they even had made a comment, you know, that he's so good at leading. And then they go, he's also really good at following, too. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so then they switch and Phantom 2040 leads. And Tatara uh, does not like it at all. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like what it does to him in the, in the giggly parts. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he doesn't like that style of leading, you know, forcing the partner. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think is leading. Yeah, well, I, I think that's playing into the... Because I'm just... Here, here's where I'm just going to kind of jump ahead. These These four episodes all are about, and, and much with the, the last episode too, we're all about Tatara's lead and yes. how he doesn't, doesn't really have one because he doesn't know what, what dance, what his dance is. And so I think that it, it all kind of plays into that of like, he's going to have a different style of leading. And I think it's, because that we see that later on that uh, when Mako comes back into the, the equation that she liked his lead because it was basically a sensitive, like kind of caring lead. And, and so I think it's like, they're also establishing that there is, isn't just one style of leading. Um, And so that his, his style might be vastly different than what others have done. So at least that's how I kind of took that. Yeah. Um, Phantom guy seems to like 
force you to do what he wants. Whereas I think it's supposed to, the partner's supposed to respond to um, the leader. Yeah. Like, I mean, not necessarily like making him march his back all the way back, but like, you know, pressures in like the hands and movement of the feet, the partner's supposed to respond that, that way. Like reading each other. Yeah. Yeah, like what what they established with with Mako and him when they spelled out shit at the schoolyard and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So we know he's capable. Yeah. Um, Let's let's jump ahead to the uh, motorcycle coach guy. (laughs) He's got he has another competition, and Uh, you know it's what it's whatever and all except for then like Tatsura and. And Gaki go back and uh, they meet motorcycle guy's rival. <laughs> and it's not let's just say, quite he, what they expected. Yeah, he's become kind of a teenage girl fan of Japan, and he he grabs motorcycle guy's dick uh, <laughs> quite forcefully. There's been a, there's been a lot of that of dick grabbing in the news lately, and so I was like, wow. That's wow. a, that's inappropriate. That's very inappropriate. And he does it, I guarantee, just to fuck with him getting it into his head. I also hated how the way this man's face was drawn. I was like, that's gross. Someone fix that. Yeah. It does not match the rest of this fucking anime. That is weird. Weird and gross. So. Yeah. I don't really know why they had that scene in there. Because... I, I, I guarantee it was just to show him that he was fucking with him, you know, because he didn't dance as well after that. I don't even remember them dancing after that. They just like ran away. Well, yeah, but they, it was alluded to in the way that they finished and, and how his partner was looking at him all like cross and angrily and he couldn't, he couldn't oh. look at the guy. So, um, and then this leads to Tatra dropping his coach. And saying he's going to yeah. go with Haido, uh, Haido, whatever O's mom, the witch, as uh, she's commonly referred <laughs> to by his coach. And uh, did not go down how I'm assuming most people thought it would. I mean, I kind of expected it, but I still hoped for the best, what? you know? Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, sucker. But I, like, I, I understand, but... <laughs> I totally get it because uh, motorcycle guy, he is in competitions. He is overseas. He is away a lot. He doesn't have a lot of time. But on the other hand, he's kind of the one that got Tatra into this and, you know, took him over under his wing and, like, specially coached him because he's not, I mean, he's a professional. He wasn't really coaching. Yeah, but he did that for Tatara, and then um, yeah, to have Tatara drop him, and then to have to just be like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I think yeah, Tatara he was, was expecting a little different. Well, yeah, totally, because he started to cry, and then he was just like, no, no, this is this is how shit's this is how it's going down, this is how it's going down, and then it was just like, all right, all right, um. <laughs> And then they join, and his coach, t- you know, the new coach says you can't do the brand Grand Prix. And then at the end, they're just like, fuck it, we're doing the Grand Prix. And I was just like, 
first of all, I didn't like episode 15. I think most of it was useless because, again, it's just it was more establishing he doesn't have a lead and then doing the coach switch thing, which really just seemed like a weird, strange way to pair all these couples together, as we see. And I was just like, oh, this seems kind of out of place. But uh, then when they actually went to the Grand Prix, I was just like, oh, shit, are you really doing the Grand Prix Grand Prix one? Or what stage of this? Like, they kind of fooled me for a minute because I thought it was, like, the main thing. And I was like, this is going to be a slaughter. This isn't cool. This is like, I don't want to see them fuck up a lot again already. So, but they didn't, Lindsay. (laughs) They went Take it away. (laughs) Sorry. They did go to one of the competitions in the Grand Prix, right? Because it's like made up of several. Yeah. Which they didn't Um, explain to the viewer until... Until and, and I don't even think Tatar knew that because he was expecting the other couples to be there and they weren't. So yeah, he finds they're like at the one in Germany and he's like, oh. <laughs> um, so they're both sets of rivals are there though, um, Akira <laughs> and uh, Phantom, and um, they're still having trouble like kind of syncing up with each other. But she is, um, you know, to her credit, she's not losing her cool when she sees uh, her ex like she did last time. Yeah, she, and well, she was, that and she actually put a little more trust into Tatra, which is weird because then she completely loses it like 10 seconds later. But <laughs> like, okay, moving <laughs> nowhere with this. Got it. <laughs> She slips on a feather and Tatra moves to save her from falling and help them keep their balance. And I love the visual on this. Ah, so crazy. Even though creepy. I don't care for the episode, I do like that he grows like a second set of legs. So he's got like four legs. That was so trippy. Yeah, that was the best part. And then everything after that part of the show, I was just like, eh. Okay, because I was super. No, I, just... I, I honestly I didn't really like any of the episodes until the 18th episode. So, but even even then, I didn't really particularly love the 18th episode until that like final like six minutes or so. <laughs> Agreed. Do you want to just it's, kind of yeah. blitz through that then? Because it's not like a lot happens. They. The coach takes him on a vacation. Yeah, we're, of course, the only other dance couples we've had introduced, minus cheese <laughs> rival, are there. So it's just like, okie dokie. Uh, they fight a lot. And that's the coach's goal is to push them to fighting and et cetera, et cetera. And what's annoying is that it's just like a lot of stuff to make Tatra find his lead, and none of it happens here. So it's just kind of like, yeah, we get it. Just fucking fight a lot, I guess. And I like (laughs) Gak now. I like him a lot. I'm just like, (laughs) this guy's all right. This guy's all right. I wouldn't hang out with this guy. (laughs) Anyone who brings a rubber ducky to a spa is fine with me. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) All right. What about the the coach's pose in the hot spring? (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I was just like, your mom's all right, dude. She's a lovely lady. 
very lovely. Yeah, I didn't, I, no complaints about that part. If anything, I could have done with more of her and less of everyone else at the hot springs. So, that was, uh, yeah, she kind of just like started this whole fight and then just is like your problem, and then everybody <laughs> else tries to intervene to help them, you know, get along better and. Really, they all kind of fail. Um, well, I think because she passes it first to her son, and then he kind of passes it along to everyone else for sure. Um, <laughs> I think she's trying to develop her son to the next stage of not just mm. being a dancer, but also to be able to teach. Like that's how I took it because clearly she was once a dancer, now she's a teacher. So it's almost like she's making the same progression for her son to make sure that he has a long career that when he stops dancing, he can be a, a competent teacher um yeah so i don't know I, I could just be reading into it but that's that's how i i took that it doesn't that mean it was interesting or like yay i'm <laughs> glad we're we're never going to be around these characters long enough for me to care but okay okay <laughs> um so they get entered into another competition yes need to win if they're going to enter the grand prix yeah, and it's against Phantom Creep and his partner, who is very underdeveloped as a character. And I thought oh, we'd see yeah. more of her in the camp thing, and it was just like, no. She's just there. Although her she, name is Banshee. Says, <laughs> is it Banshee, or is she just called Banshee by that shit? Because I kind of don't know. I think maybe he just calls her that. Which is weird because you hardly ever hear her say anything, let yeah. alone scream. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Let's just go to episode eighteen because they do a lot of stuff. They suck together and they fight a lot, and they find some weird common ground, and that takes them to the competition. That's I feel like that's all yeah. you really need to get from there. There's a lot of, like, forced emotional crap that didn't really succeed, in my opinion, this time around. Agreed. Um, um, go ahead, Lindsay, sorry. As we both hum it up. <laughs> um, 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 boop, 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 boop. That's how we get out of that situation. Yay! So we're at the competition. Um, she's being, like, super positive, and um, they start off with, like, a good waltz. Um, but then they crash on the tango with another couple. Um, and he kind of pauses. Yeah, and he stops dancing. Yeah. Too long for Chi. So she kind of pushes him or knees him or something and says, hey, move. Which made him mad. Yeah. Well, she um, did that uh, knee to the inner thigh thing that she did before. And I was just like, oh, that is, don't do that. That's uncomfortable <laughs> for anyone that's just that's wrong but but then their um, their footwork's all crazy and the variations all fancy and they get like check marks instantly yeah someone comments that they like they pause almost too long where like your eye is drawn and then they do like their variations and so the judges are like oh, oh score score so they're like making themselves noticed almost yeah um because it's hard for unknowns, um, D-class people to really get noticed in those kind of competitions. Yeah. Which is also why she wears this, like, red flaming fucking... Uh, yeah. 
Mockingjay dress. I don't remember what that shit's called. So. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. It was like, what is this, a fucking Mockingjay? Put those fingers up. District 15. <laughs> District 12. I, I guess it should be district. 13 since he's competitor 13. <sighs> competitor 13. 15. No, they were like 130 or something, I thought. <laughs> That was in, like, the very, very first one. In this one, they're 13. Oh, yeah, that was the one they... they... Oh, they didn't finish that one. We should have mentioned that. They biffed out because he got oh. all paranoid and, and nervous. About his two legs. <laughs> or four yeah, legs. I, yeah, the four legs freaked him out so much. He was like, we're, we're done. We're out. I can't... I'm trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, when he talked about it to the other guys, I was just like, ah, this could have been, like... Like, they just kind of, like, shittily summed it up the way that we would have. And I was just like, that's not helpful. I was just like, yeah. I was just like, hey, dummy, that's what this is. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what we all thought. But he didn't know that, so that doesn't help. But whatever. <laughs> um, oh, I will say I did not like the ass end. Or no, like the, there's this weird section in 18 because you have it on our, our sheet here where all the families show up. Oh. I got the point yeah. of it, because the point of it was so that she, because she's like, hey, where's your family? You know, like everyone else's family's here. Even this guy who was like lying to his wife and daughter <laughs> about <laughs> being in the competition. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I, I haven't told them. And she calls him a coward. And, uh, they go into a dance fighting. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. And he's mad. Yeah. She's mad. And Hyoda does say that Tatara dances his emotions. Um, yeah. Which probably I, is why his lead is always different because he feels different things when every time he dances. Yeah. I like their conversation where they were trying to like, they were kind of dissecting his lead. And Haido is kind of bringing up things that maybe they hadn't, the others hadn't thought of and stuff like that. He, you know, dances to his emotions and stuff. But then when they went to his, his thoughts where he was just like, uh, because then Tatra kind of just says, fuck it and let's go. And just like starts dancing. Cause he's just like, it's not fun dancing anymore because of her, <laughs> like just getting kind of like real pissed off and shit. And, and then just, him letting go becomes awesome. And then he's just like, Oh, your twisted development. And I was just like, Whoa, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> and then they did the classic thing. Cause I was just like, Oh, I got a bad feeling. Cause I know how this goes in the volleyball one. I just got hooked a little bit. They're going to switch to something else next episode. I'm sure shit's going to be the fucking rivals backstory. And I was like, fuck. I was like, but I'll probably love that too. Damn it. But yeah, just just that, like, because then you just want to see him dance more. But they're just like, no, nah, we're gonna take that away from you for an episode, and then you get it back. But then you're gonna feel <laughs> emotions for him beating her, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> anyway, Wendy, did, if you have more to say, I love how, like, I don't know, it was like turning her to stone almost, like. Like his feelings and stuff, like started going onto her skin and in her blood, and well, yeah, like, it was like over. I love that. Yeah, it was like overcoming her. It was almost like she was being like the. I love the way they look at it, or they they illustrate it, but also the, her interpretation of it 
at first is that she's being like poisoned and taken over and she doesn't like that. And they even like had like that one image, like the taking, taking it by the reins where they where basically Tatra has to break her spirit, like a Philly and get her to trust him. Like he has to break down all her other, you know, mistrust that she'll follow and so, but when, and so when she feels that overcoming, then she sees his joy of dancing and it like changes everything because there was just like fear that was holding both of them back. And when he just lets go of his fear and she just puts her trust into him overcoming hers, it was just like, boom, fucking magic. And then it was like next episode rivals. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> hmm. Yep. That's, a, that's my street all day. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Lindsay. Go ahead. Just had to jump. I think jump that right was. In. <laughs> that was about it. This was not. I mean, I I pretty much watched most of them all in a row yesterday, and yeah. it was a little harder to get through. I mean, yeah, still just... good, and I still I'm crazy about the animation, but I I wasn't feeling the, these. Yeah, it was just—it was a lot of change, maybe a little too quickly, and just not enough resolution. You know, like taking four epi- four or five episodes technically to have him kind of figure out his lead because there's no guarantee that it's going to maintain that thing because it's just—I know their system and the, you know, just the anime manga system of like give him a taste, take it away, give him a taste, take it away because that's his path of development or whatever but yeah i totally agree these weren't um as enjoyable it didn't make me go like ah fuck the show i'm done but i was just like come on guys we're like <laughs> five fucking episodes left you better hit it home hit home hard <laughs> something does that make sense ah whatever so <laughs> so you think the last five are going to be this competition or you think we're going to get to the grand prix or they're going to leave off right at the grand prix Oh, they're gonna leave off at the Grand Prix. That's how that's how these fuckers work. And the volleyball one, they were just like, "We'll get you to the competition," and then peace out. And you're just like, "Fuck!" And then they do like a short ep- a short season, and they're like, "Here's the competition." And you're like, "Ah, I love this." And they're like, "All right, peace out." And you're like, "Ah, fuck." So, <laughs> like I don't know what they'll do on this one because yeah, like the volleyball one, they did kind of like a like their first tournament was the first season in a way, and then the Second season was them going through like the the bigger tournament where they were still trying to qualify for nationals, and then the third season was a short season versus just one team the entire ten episodes, and you were like, "I'm loving this." So, <laughs> who knows? They could just come back with like a short second season and be like, "Boom! Here's here's the the Grand Prix all on its own in one season." So, but yeah, I definitely think mm. we're we're finishing this competition as the the rest of the season. Oh. oh, cool. What uh, what else have you been well, watching, Lindsay? People are tired of me interrupting you. <laughs> Having a cold <laughs> makes me rude. Um, I picked up an old one. Uh-oh. Um, uh, yeah. Big uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I was just joking, but okay. A Mr... Mr. Kevin Beckham let me borrow this way back in college. 
and I liked it, but I never finished it because I think he, I want to say this was even VHS tapes. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. I only saw like the first couple episodes and then I found it on Hulu and I went 39 episodes. I know I didn't get that far. (laughs) Let me start this over. (laughs) And that was Ushio and Tora. And I remember really liking it at the time. And now that I watch it, I'm like, man, this is old. <laughs> so I've worn off on you. You're just like, funny. <laughs> like, this shit's dated. I have taste now. This doesn't cut it. Yeah, I took one look at like the character. I'm like, that was the main character? Mm-hmm. He sucks. <laughs> um, it's actually episode four kind of was starting to grow on me a little bit so maybe it took a while for me to warm up to it I, I just remember thinking it was so funny and nothing like I had thought it was but All right, well what's it about, about okay never mind you're there. <laughs> never mind sorry <laughs> it's about this kid I think he's in junior high he is the son of a priest and they have a little family shrine and his dad has to go away on some exorcism or something so he leaves him at the the shrine alone and he oh he has to clean out some some storage room and air out the books or something and he trips on a door in the middle of the floor that he had never seen before apparently and decides and it's locked and it won't open so he rips them off of his hinges and falls down into like this cellar and there is a monster demon that has a spear through its shoulder that's like sealed to the wall of the cellar and it says hey pull out this spear so i can eat you (laughs) and ushio goes no fuck you (laughs) and goes back upstairs but now that he has like kind of opened the door, all these like little demons are like coming around, like attracted to him. So they start attacking Ushio's girlfriends, friends who are girls that always want to hang around him for some reason. Um, it's so called he- a harem, Lindsay, <laughs> because he has a great personality and he's a kind spirit, <laughs> and he's the chosen he's one. He's so he's he's mean. He's the chosen one. Although he's an artist. He's a struggling artist. He's like super tough and he fights and he's like really athletic. And everyone's always trying to get him to join like their baseball team. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to paint. I'm going to be a painter. But he's really bad at painting. Of course. He really wants to paint. (laughs) I think I saw some weird reboot or re-airing of this or something, I think. Maybe. What what was um, What's it called again? Ushio, Ushio and Tora. Yeah, I did totally watch some of this. I hated the animation. I gave up yeah. after like two episodes. I was just like, <laughs> this shit can eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not great animation. Yeah. Um, he does, of course, pull out the spear, which is the beast spear, which I guess is made special for killing demons and you're supposed to say beasts beasts i was like don't say beasts and then you didn't and i was like oh well well." 
fucked up that joke. <laughs> anyway, sorry. It makes his hair grow like super, super long. And like now he's destined to fight demons till he dies. Which is what everybody else who wielded the beast spear did before, I guess. Well, like, die when? Like, can they do it till they're like 150 or is it like 35 usually? <laughs> Might be 35 with the way Ushio's going. He gets into trouble a lot. He's like, I'm 13 going on 62. <laughs> I'll be tomorrow. They're just like, Godspeed, painter boy. Godspeed. <laughs> um, and yeah, so so he frees. He names uh, the monster Torah, which I guess means tiger, because he kind of has these stripes on his cheek. Um, and he's like a. He looks kind of like a lion. <laughs> They're and, like uh, lion, tiger, bears. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and Tora pretty much just keeps hanging around him and says he's hunting him because he's going to devour him. But Ushio's always got the spear, so whenever he tries to attack, um, he usually hits Tora with the spear. And that's that's kind of it. Every time he runs into like another demon and he gets into trouble, Tora kind of saves him because he's like, hey, nobody else but me can eat this kid. Blame. And, yeah. Here's the, the bullshit reason we're friends. <laughs> I'm going to eat that guy. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure so... there's some some debt he owes because he took out the spear. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's... And it's just kind of, yeah, that's really kind of it. I was really disappointed. I remember thinking it was really funny. And sometimes Tora does make me laugh. The fourth episode, he went into the city. And that made me laugh because he's he's been imprisoned for like 500 years or something. And he was hungry. He hadn't eaten for 500 years. So every attempt to eat a person ended very badly for him. Oh, so he's like Alf. He's always trying to eat a cat. Yeah. It just never works out. <laughs> that damn Alf. Oh, him except they feed day. him... <laughs> oh. They fed him hamburgers at the end of it. And he was just like, these are all right, and I'll stop trying to kill people. <laughs> They're like, these are better than people. Trust us. He's like, they are. You people are disgusting, actually. <laughs> You're unbathed. You're filthy. Yeah, I'll just eat cows. Just dead cows. Already processed. <laughs> I think most demons would do that now. Like, if you're just like, hey, bro, there's demon back from the past. You'd be like, oh, humans are kind of fucking nasty. I'm just going to eat this processed meat. It's great. <laughs> I mean, you put the shit on it. It's fucking fantastic. You guys taste like butt with cheese. I don't know if you know that. It is not fun. <laughs> Well, he, like, tried to attack a few people, but they had on, like, perfume, and he was like, oh, my God, they smell disgusting. I don't want to eat that. Or they had, like, too much jewelry on, and they were like, why are they full of metal? I don't want that. Like, see, zombies, I get. They're mindless. I don't know. You know, I get that. Everything else I want to eat a human, I'm just like, come on. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
We're like the stinkiest <laughs> creatures. Would you eat a monkey? <laughs> then you wouldn't eat a human, okay? No one's eating monkeys and no one's eating humans. We're stinky. <laughs> natural musk to us, all right? I'm just generalizing, not pointing the finger at anyone that's like listening. It's just like, hey, I'm not stinky, buddy. Uh, you probably are, okay? You probably are. Just a little bit. It's okay. We all are. So, I'm done yeah. with my stinky rant. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say sorry. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if this anime is really holding up. It's not. Well. <laughs> no, it's not. It might be having remorse. Well, enjoy. <laughs> I watched two episodes. I think it did make me laugh like twice, but I was just like, nah, not enough laugh to keep going. You know? And just their whole getting together thing of like, why did you remove the spear, you dumb fucking idiot? Fuck this. <laughs> He did, like, immediately attack him after he removed the spear, too. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, this is dumb. Just, this is an idiot plot line. Just like, I'll do something dumb to keep the story going. Yeah. I'll see. All right, well. There's 39. I don't know how they're getting 39 episodes out of this. Because it's a shonen. It's just, it's going to be endless fights and shit. Get ready for that. Yeah. Just like, oh, this character sucks. <laughs> oh, 15 episodes he fought them. Hmm. It's a good, it was a good <laughs> move. Good move. <laughs> what have you watched? Um, I'll stick with our kind of type of uh, vibe we got going here. I watched, uh, fuck it. Sorry. I was looking at the Japanese title. I was like, I didn't practice saying this. So I'm not going to say that. Um, Clean Freak, Ayoyama-kun. Oh. Uh, do you know about this one, Lindsay? It was one I almost watched. And then I kind of read a little more synopsises and went, mm, I don't think that's the one for me. Well, let me tell you. It's not what I thought the fucking thing would, would be about. I mean, it is and it isn't. Okay, so Clean Freak is, I guess, the really shitty nickname for this soccer player who is, like, on the national team of Japan, and he's, you know, the future of soccer in Japan, and he's a prodigy of soccer and stuff. But he's also, like, Jack Nicholson's character and uh, in that movie that I can't remember the title of. Batman? No, not Batman. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious right now? <laughs> The Shining? No. What reason need for you? You can't make me laugh, Lindsay. <laughs> I laugh, it's just going to turn into a coughing fit. Uh, as good as it gets. What the? Batman? <laughs> the Shining? We're just like, bucket list. What's another neat freaking bucket list? It was a dying old man and it sucked and it was sad. And I didn't believe Morgan Freeman did die. That's bullshit. Morgan Freeman's forever. Um... Yeah, no, he, he's like, he's got OCD where he cleans everything. And so you're just like, well, how does he play soccer? That becomes like the constant question of how he plays soccer because he, he basically will only touch stuff that he's cleaned. 
He'll only eat food that he's prepared, you know, just all that sort uh-huh. of thing. He cleans everything he goes. If he goes to wash his hands in a sink, he cleans the sink and then washes his hands. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. <clears throat> so the first episode is like he's at the school that he's he's kind of he's better than everyone on the team and such. So there's this like rich kid who thinks he's hot shit. But he's actually <laughs> really bad at everything but headers. Um, and so he he kind of like proves his his position that he's actually there to play for reals and not just be pampered and, and stuff like that. So the rich kid offers him his number 10 because I don't know the soccer numbers if that means something, but I guess it means like you're the lead striker. And so he like takes off his shirt and offers it to him and he's just like, I don't, I don't want that. It's filthy. I don't want to touch. He's like, take the shirt. He's just like, no, I don't want that, you know? And that's what it is. It's like, man, like 75% of the show is them in chibi format. And I kind of hate that because the art is really good. The animation's fluid and shit. But every time there's any sort of remote joke, it says like chibi, chibi. And I was just like, ugh. (sighs) Just 12 episodes. We can do this. We can do this. Like one character, I didn't even know what he looked like in his natural form until like the ass end of the first episode, because it just showed him doing this thing where he, he, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, where he bounces the like it was butt kippies or something, where he bounces the ball between the, back and forth on his butt cheeks. Hilarious! I would love to have seen it not in TV format every time, but it just like it instantly gave me the idea of like oh. That's what this show is about. Because it's not really about the guy. It's about everyone else around him and them trying to figure him out. Because you never get any sort of insight into him. You don't even go to his house at all. It's It follows everyone else. So in the second episode, this girl that knew him from like elementary school and has always had a crush on him, she starts like cleaning the locker room for him and everything. Which is bullshit because then like seven episodes later, you find out he still re-cleans everything she cleans. So you're just like, why is she still fucking cleaning all this shit? She's not helping. And she does it because she's like, I just want to help him however I can. But he still cleans. So you're not maybe find does a different know way. he still cleans? Yeah. He shows up right oh. after her. Because then what happens is that she gets a she gets a stalker. with like guy from the judo team. And he doesn't know soccer, but he gets put on the soccer team and he he's a fast learner because he was like a judo like prodigy and such, and it add, and then adds this like lame joke of the former judo co- or like the the judo coach is always trying to get him back, so he's always just like around in the bushes watching him, and you're like oh that was just funny for an episode, and then they do it for like the next five he's just always there and you're just like okay this is getting tired, <laughs> this guy has nothing else to do nothing, but so. He goes up to the guy and he's just like, hey, man, she already cleaned that. You know, like he speaks for her because she's too shy around him and stuff. Doesn't know what to say. And he's just like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me. But I still have to clean it because I can't touch anything I haven't cleaned. And it was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck, man? Um, And so it's just like all the jokes are like we're really familiar. I was trying to think of a show that I've seen that was like almost exactly like this. Excuse me, because it's just it's not about him. It's about how he affects everyone around him and such. Um whether it's like for the positive or not. I mean, there's still some funny stuff like 
the the rich kid he he always calls his dad papa and then he corrects himself and says my father and his his dad's like real ridiculous with like money and shit and um and the coach i think she's only teaching or like coaching soccer because of a soccer anime that she watches um <laughs> Because they do a, like a training thing at the beach because it happened in the episode that she was watching. She was like, oh, I think we got a little <laughs> out of this episode, but let me see how else I did. And I was just like, what the fuck? This is why she's teaching coaching soccer. Okay. Okay. And then they do like the typical thing of like he has a rival from his other team. Um, there is one funny guy who like, goes to another school that's always trying to recruit him to the school. And every time he talks, he lifts his shirt to show his like perfect abs and like flexes them. And you're like, that's pretty funny. Like the only episode I kind of liked is so they, they introduced this um this girl who uh she's like on the girls' basketball team and she sucks because she, she's great at everything, but she can't shoot. So like she can do anything else. She she can guard, she can <laughs> grab the ball, she's super fast, she's really tall, perfect athletic build she can't shoot for like shit. And so she asked him for, for tips. Cause of course he can shoot free throws like a motherfucker, like a, just like perfectly, like where he gets it to bounce perfectly back to him each time and shit. And he's just like feelings. And so she just eventually figures out she should just dunk and she kind of figures it out on her own, but she credits it to him. And then she goes to touch him. And that's the thing is like when anyone tries to touch him, even on the soccer field, he just ghosts their ass and just like moves perfectly out of the way. And, uh, it's part of his, his clean <laughs> style. And so he does that at school. Cause everyone, he gets like this huge fan club and stuff. And they're all always trying to hug him. And he just like, doesn't matter how big the crowd is. He's just like, and like ghosts all of them, but she goes and she touches him. And he, he actually lets her touch him. And so it, it starts this rumor. Cause they're like the two mega, you know, popular girl, popular guy. And so his fan base gets all sad and suicidal. And, uh, <laughs> and he's trying to figure out why he let her touch him. And she's just kind of like, kind of an airhead. So she's just like, okay, whatever. I guess a boy is actually talking to me because all the boys are, you know, intimidated by her and won't actually ask her out or whatever. So, um, and, and that was pretty funny and interesting for a minute, but then they kind of just like never went back to it. So, hmm. and the the soccer games um, are kind of all bullshit because they win them all in the five last five minutes because he can handle being dirty for five minutes, and so he just like goes and scores however many goals they need to win. And you're just like, oh, so this is bullshit. <laughs> so does he only play like the last five minutes of every game? No, he'll play before that, but then he'll he'll they'll do like. Because again, it's not about him; it's about whatever character that episode. So, like the, the episode with the the guy who bounces the ball off his butt, he um, had to face like an old bully and stuff. So he kept just putting the ball in front of this guy to try to make him do, you know, to follow his heart and do his own shot, which he ends up hitting the his the ball with his butt to get a goal. And uh, and he was just like, "Not what I meant, but whatever works." Um, and that's kind of like, that's it, you know? So it's like, he'll play and he'll do whatever. Like, he if he gets too dirty too quickly, he just kind of moves really slowly. <coughs> Excuse me. But then, again, five minutes hits. And uh, and he just, he plays like a motherfucker. So 
but like everything he does is kind of just like to help his team and stuff because he's not he's the main character but he's not not you know if that makes sense hmm. does he clean the ball before all of them the soccer game all of them all of them <laughs> and all the basketball them. when he was helping that yes. girl he cleaned all the, he cleaned the rim he cleaned the net he was up on a fucking ladder cleaning the the you know the the backboard did he clean the ladder uh, it's his own personal ladder, so I'm assuming it was already pre-cleaned, but they didn't show him <laughs> cleaning the ladder. I mean, there is there is one, like, other kind of somewhat funny. There's another neat freak in the school, but he uh, doesn't reveal it. But he... <coughs> because he knows the other guy's a neat freak, he kind of just, like, he understands him sometimes. But then they find out they both play, like, the same MMO online. And, uh... And like he's just like, oh, this is this is probably the, like how he you know he probably plays the same way as me and everything like this. And then he goes to like get goes to get him from his own like personal room within the in the server and everything. And uh, he just has like a bunch of shit like laid out all over. And he's just like, this is not the room of a neat freak. What the fuck? There's just like massive amounts of loot, and it's just like like a hoarder's paradise, really. And he's just like, I don't understand that. Because that's the thing is like, there's all these contradictions to his like neat, clean freakness where people mm-hmm. will try to figure out like, oh, he's doing this because of that. He's like, no, I just really didn't like that. And they're just like, oh, that doesn't make a damn bit of sense, actually. Not a damn bit of sense. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds a little mediocre. No, it's painfully mediocre. <laughs> I agree with your assessment of my review. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah. You know, I mean, and the girl that I, I forgot to mention, the girl that really likes him, she always wants to protect the him. Shy so, one? Yeah, yeah, the mega super shy one. So she has like a baseball bat with like nails in it. She never, she never <laughs> uses it. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it has like flower stickers on it, though. Um, and so like her her eyes go red and shit when she's like going to protect him and stuff, and then she never does anything. It's just like stop oh. stop going to this joke if you're never gonna do anything with it. Yeah. Oh, so, that's all I have yeah, to say. About it. That's, yeah, that's just funny. it got it got real old, especially towards the end when I was just like, come on, I've already seen like seven episodes. She hasn't done she hasn't swung this thing once. And then you convince <laughs> she can. Okay, it's not funny. <laughs> Are you gonna? So there's like what five left? And I already watched it all. Oh, it's over. Yeah, it's twelve episodes. Oh, and it was like that the whole time. Yeah. Oh. The uh, well, the first episode they reveal why he went to the school, and it's because of the toilets. Um, they're self cleaning, and. Uh, <laughs> But Actually, then not, does that count? Because doesn't he have to clean it? He's like every himself? well, he he does clean it a little bit, but he's like every every school should have these, like they're they're adequate for him. Uh, when they go on the vacation, they he also gets this like room that self cleans and stuff too, and he's just like I'm in heaven. <laughs> so, uh, and then in the last episode, they reveal the real reason he went to the school: white jerseys. Because white means clean? 
Ding, ding, ding. You got it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, I mean, did they there's just... There's a couple jokes that are okay, but for the most part, it's just all it's all low hanging fruit jokes where you're just like, "Yeah, thanks guys, thanks for trying." Hmm. Did they save anything for season two, or is, are I, they done? I mean, they could easily do another season because like nothing happens. Um, they're you know they're trying to get the nationals, and uh, yeah, they won their first like leg of the tournaments, I guess, or something. Um. So yeah, there. I mean, there's potential for more, but I I would never watch it because the soccer is really like <laughs> secondary to everything else. Hmm. I think that's why I didn't watch it. I think I was reading yeah. something that there's like something about soccer, and I went, ah, yes, it's probably not what I think it is. Yeah, like I thought it would be interesting to see how he played actual soccer, but they they're like, this is how he does it, and I was just like, okay, we're gonna move on from that, and I was like, oh. Okay, guess uh, <laughs> guess I'll find a different soccer anime. <laughs> what else have you been watching, Lindsay? <clears throat> well, um, based on your Yuki Yuna review, um, I decided I really wanted to watch that Yuki Yuna is a hero that was on Netflix. Okay, let me. Yeah. I'm going to jump in real quick because apparently last time I didn't get any of my shows by the correct title. Uh, so I was watching the prequel and Lindsay's going to talk about the original. And yes. then the other one I talked about <laughs> as a completely different English title, which really confuses me when you have an English title and then a different English title. So <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say, my bad. I don't know what this shit's called. And whenever I research it, it's just like, I give up. I give up. I give up. I found a new resource. Maybe I'll get it right from now on, but my bad. So take it away, Lindsay. I'm very curious to hear your <laughs> review of this one. Oh, I loved it. I watched all 12 episodes, I think, in three days. Oh, wow. Yeah. It um, it reminded me a whole lot of um, Magical Girl Madoka. Yeah, I got the same vibe uh, based on your review for that. Yeah, um, it's, I don't have, you're still watching the prequel though, right? Yeah, because it's only on episode six and I haven't watched five or six yet. Because I was like, I need like four of these at a time. Otherwise, I'm going to shoot someone. (laughs) I don't want to spoil too much for you because it pretty directly ties in with this one. (laughs) Well, shit, (laughs) <laughs> you should have told me that earlier in the week. I would have been like, "No, poo poo, no, no." What? <laughs> I would have, I would have poo pooed you talking about it at all. Well, I mean, I guess I could just go off headset, and you just like, I don't know, whatever. Mm. Nah, do mm. do do whatever. It's fine. I mean, hopefully, you don't spoil anything for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or well, the listeners. overview. <laughs> um, it's, you know, about, oh, this girl named Yuki Yuna. And she's in a heroes club, which is like a little club at their school that does good deeds. Um, 
like they put on like plays for little kids. Um, they adopt stray or they find homes for like stray cats. Um, clean and they're cleaning up a river one time. Just you know, community service kind of thing. And first episode um, at one oh they have this app that everyone in the hero club communicates on and um, everyone freezes except for the four girls who are in the hero club and they end up getting transported to this like um, other dimension kind of thing, like a, a little barrier. But if the barrier gets damaged then damage happens in the real world. Yeah. Which I think was kind of what uh, you had said last time too. Yeah in yours um and so they have these monsters called vertexes that are trying to get to like the center the i think they called it the shinju yeah which i guess yeah the god that stopped humanity from dying from like a virus um i don't think that's been explained yet in mine so oh or i just didn't care I was just oh. like, that's a tree root. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> Make those kinda... girls adorable again. <laughs> All my heartstrings. Uh, so they have to, they have this app on their phone that transforms them into magical girls. And oh my God, they look adorable. I love their costumes. <laughs> I love them. And they have little weapons and powers and they have to fight these monsters. Um, and it's it's so good. <laughs> can you see um, dies? I can't say. Um, <laughs> that's saying though. <laughs> of course, someone dies because, of course, the prequels is continuing the same formula. <laughs> um. Oh, I know what else I can say. Oh, two of the girls are sisters. <laughs> One's her younger sister, and she's the girl who kind of got the club together. And you do find out that she was ordered by the Shinju to make a heroes club and recruit people she thought would be good heroes into the club. So they have all become real-life heroes that have to fight these monsters kind of because of her. So she feels, like, super responsible and super guilty for dragging everyone into this. Mm, Especially when the Bodies start to hit the ground. <laughs> bodies hit the floor. Lift the body. Her voice actress is fantastic. Mm. I really just loved her. She could scream like crazy, and because there, there are a few times she kind of loses her shit. And interesting. It was. It was just so good. You, there's this whole big mystery. Um, they introduce another character kind of three episodes in. Um, who I wonder does why. Not, <laughs> who doesn't want to be part of the group. And all the characters are so likable, like in their own way. You really just need to watch the new one. It's It sounds like the exact same formula, but like just different characters. <laughs> well, I, I did find out what happens to, I think, all of your characters. Man, dude, yours. shut up. Don't tell me. <laughs> but, I know they're all so going to really, have to. 
I really, really want to watch. Um, I really well, want to no, watch. Right, now you can't because you ruined it for everyone. What? How? About all the deaths and stuff. By not I haven't said about anything about it. It, that you don't have to. It's what you're not saying. <laughs> it was it was really good. I didn't find it like they weren't fighting monsters every single episode. But I and they had, you know, they had a retreat episode where they go to the beach and you know bond. Um <laughs> but it was I thought the story moved along great. The characters were really good. Um, kind of the twist at the end was great. Um, I believe they're going to do, I think the one that you're watching, I want to say is six episodes. What? And then they're doing another one. I could be really wrong about that. Oh, are they like doing that thing where they split the season or some shit? Yeah, and then the second half is going to take place after the one that I watched. Uh, I don't want that. Now i got to burn through yours <laughs> after watching. Uh, <laughs> this is bullshit. No, I like my characters. You stay with them for 12. You'll <laughs> cheat. I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm bearing all sorts of bad news today. <laughs> Ah, uh, you are, Lindsay. <laughs> and I was so podcast. excited Everyone about this like, anime. I <laughs> was like, yeah, this sounds so good. Now they're going to be like, oh, fucking, fucking fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck bullshit fuck. Well, you know, if you would have started with the one I watched first, you'd be watching them <laughs> in proper order. Well, I didn't know about this one. I started, <laughs> I just do what I do and I just watch whatever's new and shit. And this one looked interesting. And I was just like, I didn't know it was a prequel. <laughs> it is a prequel. I know it's a prequel now. <laughs> is it called like the Washio chapter or something? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> well, after you watch yours, watch mine because it's really good. Well, now I feel like I should pause watching mine or something. Hmm. <sighs> it is only six episodes. <laughs> It's already finished. I have to watch the last two now. You've brought no good news to this podcast. (laughs) You sullied sullied my day. I was all excited to hear about this one. And now you're just like, poop, 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 poop. Is that your parade? Poop, poop, poop. Poop, poop, poop. Aren't you excited to watch this one? No, now I'm even sadder. Why? Because. My characters only have two fucking episodes left. They're just sitting in the can waiting for me to cry. Of course I'm not excited. (laughs) Well, I'm super excited for you to watch, to finish yours and watch mine. (coughs) We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Next episode. No, we will all need a Yuka Uno whatever break now. You're going to love Yuki Yuna. Actually, Uh, Yuna. I don't know. I don't know. She's adorable. Well, I'm going to move on so that we can just stop (laughs) this horrible bad news. Um, I'm going to talk about one. I didn't actually technically watch this one this week, but it's one I've been wanting to kind of like mention and whatnot. And, uh, 
It's called Charlotte, and I'm sure like like it's weird because I think a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, no, I know this one's great and stuff." But when I watched it two years ago, I couldn't find anyone talking about it. But like all of a sudden this year, I've seen like a lot of people like doing fan art and stuff for it, and and it's like on everyone's list of like, "Oh yeah, that's a really good one." And I'm just like, "Really? Where was everyone like two years ago when I was like looking for people to talk about this with?" And everyone was just like, "Do what now, Charlotte? Good Charlotte? No, I don't like that band." And I was like, "No, no, no, the anime." Minus the good part. I mean, it's good, not like the band. That's you know this is getting confusing. Um, <laughs> so it's a twelve issue or twelve twelve issue twelve episode series. Uh, they do a horrible job of explaining why it's called Charlotte. I don't even remember which fucking episode <laughs> they explain it, and uh, I honestly had to kind of refresh myself by reading wikipedia to be like why was it called charlotte because no one's fucking name is charlotte it's because of a comet the comet's name is charlotte okay (laughs) so the story begins and uh introduces this uh this male character which makes it even more confusing because you're just like okay well he's not charlotte so who is charlotte um his name's you and He's he's basically a dick, but he uh, discovers one day he has like superhuman powers where he can um, look at someone and take over their body for like a really short amount of time. Like we're talking like two to five minutes, I think. Um, I think with like practice, he gets up to five minutes. Oh, and I'm sorry. No, I'm way off. It's five seconds. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. (laughs) <laughs> totally forgot about that part. I, I knew the five was in there somewhere. I was like, was it minutes? Uh, um, it, it's five seconds. So he basically like just starts using it to cheat on tests. Like he'll just like switch over to someone, look at their answer. You know, then when he switch back, back to his, uh, he'll write it down and stuff. But when he leaves his body, his body just kind of falls to the ground like a rag doll. So the first time he does it, he does it like takes over a girl's body. And he's just like, oh, boobs, awesome. And then he goes back to his body and he's just like, oh, why is my fucking nose hurting? Because it's like, he just collapsed to the floor, like just a ton of bricks and shit. Um, so, and then this, like, these uh, kids from another school, uh, they come and, like, try to kind of recruit him and such. And he learns that they have superpowers too. And he's just like, oh, shit, like, is this because I'm a cheater and stuff? And they, they're just like, yeah, you're going to have to come to the school or we're going to, like, you know reveal that you're you've cheated on everything he's just like so he he feels forced into going in and they're like and you have to join the student council as an aide and he's just like man what the fuck this sucks this is the worst blackmail ever um <coughs> excuse me and then he uh he meets this white-haired girl because of course superpowers and stuff and her name's uh Neo, and she can turn invisible and she likes everything with cameras and everything and she's like the love interest essentially, but like not so simplified. Um, she's kind of like his entire motivation at one point. Um, and then like, I forget what her, cause like, that's the, that's what I loved about this instantly. It was like, it was like the X-Men, but with um, not so much success with the powers. Like there's, there's consequences to them using their powers. And as the story goes on, you learn that they only have them for like just while they're teenagers. It's so it's like just for like a couple of years. And the minute they hit like adolescence, the powers just completely disappear. 
Um, and so he, uh, you know, starts going on these adventures with him. He meets the other kid on it and he can, uh, I think he either runs really fast or teleports or something. I'm going to look it up real mm-hmm. quick. Sorry. Oh yeah. He moves <laughs> at fast speeds, <laughs> but his accuracy is super sucks. So he constantly like, just will like go fast and run into a fucking wall and he'll just break <laughs> his shoulder and it'll be legit. Like he'll have just a broken shoulder for like the next, you know, however many episodes it takes to actually heal. And you're just like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Um, they have a pop idol on their team and she can, she doesn't actually know what her power is. Um, so she just thinks that she's kind of just like the odd one out and stuff. But and it seems like, Oh, this is going to be a simple thing. Cause then they go and they track down, they, you know, they pull an X-Men, they go find other kids with powers and they kind of convince them to stop using them so publicly or to stop cheating like the other guy did. Um, and you're like, okay, cool. This is still interesting and stuff. And that's pretty simple formula last for like three fucking episodes and then they blow all the shit up they're just like yeah there's actually people hunting us and stuff and uh by the way your power is uh when you take over someone else's with powers you take their power with you back so yeah so he has all these other powers that he doesn't even fucking know about because they just kind of like don't tell him and so they're just like trying to fight this evil organization that's trying to capture all these kids and study them and shit and you're like Oh damn, that's really fucking interesting because now they're like racing. He's got all these extra powers, and what's what's gonna happen, you know? And then like you learn that he has a sister and she has powers, and he's got to save her. And then it becomes this like really crucial point of the story of like, well, is he gonna have to like kill his sister or something because like her power is going to reveal them and also like destroy this like school that they're in and stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, fuck. You know, like it just kind of like every time anything settles, they blow it all up. And so they get through that and you're just like, okay, what are they going to do now? You find out he has a fucking brother that can time travel. (laughs) And, but he's, his mind has been so jacked up from everything and from all the time traveling, he doesn't remember him. And the brother's been actually trying to protect them because they were actually already previously completely captured like all of the kids with powers were completely captured and were being studied and turned into weapons and shit and the brother breaks free and uses his power and starts like this organization that starts the school that finds the brother and all this and you're just like oh my god that's even more intricate but it makes the brother go blind every time he uses the power so when he meets his brother his brother can't see him because he's fucking blind like permanently or temporarily? Permanent, no, permanently. Because then he he's like, you need to take my power because you're going to need it and stuff like that. And he's still blind. And you're just like, fuck, man, fuck. And then they fight the organization who's using others with powers against him because they're so brainwashed and everything. And they scar one of his eyes. So he can't use the teleport- teleportation anymore because he has a fucked up eye. And you're just like, no, that was like everything. Oh, fuck. Here's where it gets crazy. I'm going to kind of spoil this because I, I don't <laughs> think it'll ruin it for everyone because the emotional and character journey is what makes this so great. So he decides he's going to leave the group, leave the girl that he's like head over heels for, and he's going to go track down everyone with powers. Like they give him this like device that he can find them with and shit. And he's going to go absorb everyone's powers. So it removes all the powers from the world. And he goes fucking crazy doing it. 
And I'll leave you there on that because it doesn't tell you the ending, but I was just like, oh my gosh, there is no way this is a happy <laughs> ending. And there really isn't because it's just like, there's no, like they established pretty clearly and early on, there's not, there's no happiness in this world. Like this is like a very realistic take on the, on superpowers and kids and stuff. And it's, uh, it's really fucking good. Um, all the characters and, and there's other stuff like the idol girl, like they do a whole little segment with her and you're just like, Oh man, this story's real fucked up too. I thought she was just the quirky one. She has a deep character moment. Oh fuck. So <laughs> it's just, it's just like, and like I said, every time you start to settle in, they're just like, Mm-mm, don't get too comfortable. We're going to pull the rug out from under. You're just like, no, come on, man. No, just don't do it. I like this right here, right here. I just got used to it. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, all right. I like that too. Shit. So, <laughs> and it's not uh, new or anything it's 10 years or two years old yeah it's just two years old so um and it, and that's the thing is i think it flew under the radar so there's so many people like they just saw the name like i think the name is so terrible for it like i get it it's off the comment and if you know that then yeah you're like oh that's interesting but i think people look at it they see a female character they're just like eh, it's probably just about some girl they're all in high school fuck it that's just a that's probably just a harem comedy or whatever. And it's not, it's actually like this, just a lot of deep character stories about family and friendship and shit. Like, cause then the, the Neo girl, she has a brother who had a power and it's just like, and then when the, his brother's revealed in the time traveling thing and you see how her brother was like, kind of not so much collateral damage, but how he was affected by all that. And you're just like, Oh man, there's just so much going on in this world. And it reminded me a lot of um, Guilty Crown, which I don't think I've really talked enough about on this podcast. But um, oh, I think it, you only mentioned it as one of your top five. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, this is easily like a substitute one for that. I think it just it reminded me of Guilty Crown because it would be like Guilty Crown would be like six episode arcs. And then it would blow up the status quo like every time. And they just kind of make reinvent the character and make you believe in the character in the world again. And it was kind of the same thing with this, where this character's journey is just so crazy and fucked up where you're just like, when at the end, when you see him just like completely out of his mind, you're just like, you feel so bad for him. And then at the same time, you're just like, man, he, he did all this for like everyone else. Like he put aside all his selfishness that you see at the beginning to just make sure that no one had to go through this shit anymore. And you're just like, man, it's real good character work. <laughs> so, <laughs> But uh, I know it's one you said you were going to check out, which is why I had to talk about it and ruin it all for you, Lindsay. I didn't originally <laughs> plan on talking about all of it, but I was just like, man, the twists are just like, they're, they're good enough to mention, but not so. It's just like when you watch it, you're still just, you're, you're not going to see the shit coming because of, how they they structured everything so me even me telling you about it, you're just kind of like you're gonna be oh this is what he's talking about like as you're watching it and already fooled by it so that's why i was kind of okay with just ruining the fuck someone will watch it and be like no you ruined everything and i'll be like well you know <laughs> still had a cold click click that's that's good noise. <laughs> so, that's all i, I got still watch it. yeah you should and it's beautiful animation a lot of scar- starry skies and shit like that. You're just like, damn. And they, do they, they do get their powers of- from the comet? Huh? Do they get their powers from the comet? 
like I said, they, excuse me, they do a horrible job of actually explaining that. So, oh, okay, it's just kind of like at one point they're just like, by the way, we're pretty sure we got him from this comet going over. And you're just like, oh, okay, name a whole show <laughs> after that, huh? All right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, they do a good job, like, like illustrating uh, different nationalities and such. It's not like racist black people, you know, like racist illustrations of black people and of Middle Eastern people and stuff. Because it, you know, it's 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 very worldly to begin with, and then it gets even more worldly. And I was just like really impressed with how um, it didn't, at least in my opinion, didn't delve into like racial stereotypes of these characters. Cool. That's all I got. Lindsay's like, okay, stop talking about it. <laughs> it's probably one of those ones where I should have just talked about a little bit and then you should have just told me, like, shut up. This is good enough for her. We should all just watch it. Now we know, Lindsay. I would never. Well, you should. That's what your goal, that's what your job is as the co-host of Super S Anime. <laughs> presented by Cockbasters.com. Taking us on out of here right now. Swimming with my arms. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for the great gods lately. Sorry if this episode was unbearable to listen to because of my shit fuck voice that is trying to crap out on me. And hopefully I didn't ruin it by just like talking over Lindsay a lot. They were just like, oh, that's painful. Just please stop talking. Um, and now Lindsay. I'll just. I know. I really do feel bad. I'm sorry. I feel like I just like <laughs> talked all over everything you said. I was like, now you talking to know me. And you're just like, um, <laughs> what? And then I like told you the entire show when you were so nice and didn't actually spoil a show. I was just like, well, I'm going to spoil one for you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real piece of shit. I'm sorry. God, I, my apologies. Everyone. <laughs> we need to watch each other's anime. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. So. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Lindsay, take us away.